Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey to the Pegasus Galaxy and the City of the Ancients, Atlantis. Hello, good evening and welcome to Gatecast episode 291 and apologise for my absence due to assorted geographical complications. And we have a regular guest, Brad. <laughs> He's gone all shy. Oh, we Damn it, no. I hit the mute button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, please, please leave that in. Uh, evening, lads. How are we going? Including me begging you to leave it in. It'll all get left in. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of Gatecast. Season 5. Final season of Stargate Atlantis. So enjoy it while we've got it. Cue sad music. <laughs> I think Hulk walking away music would be appropriate there. Oh, I've already used that in the podcast once. Can't use it again. Well, you're not. Um, so this evening, Mike, we are covering... I know what it's called. I was just waiting for you to say something else. Like what? It's been too long. It's broken. Went to my DVD shelf. Obviously, I've got Soggate Deadlands on Blu-ray. Get my DVDs, because that's what I use for the source of the video that we all watch. And uh, I've got the Region 1 box set. Why have I got the Region 1 box? Acquired the uh, Region 2 version. Obtained. Obtained. Acquired. Loaned for the duration. Found. <laughs> the wonders of science. I got my QMX Tilk figurine. Disappointed they didn't release any other models from the series. Hmm. Yeah, I remember seeing that one. Yeah, back in the day. I remember seeing that one on eBay, but couldn't remember seeing any of the others. Probably because there wasn't any. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get a chance to see any more of Back in Time? I haven't had any time today. Ah, uh, quite interesting. I'll definitely find time. Yeah. And I haven't seen Michael J. Fox in a long time. I wasn't aware that he'd sort of gone that far. I watched his sitcom about 18 months back, maybe two years. Yep. You know, they played that up, like, you know, they made no bones about it. Yeah. What do you think of the Star Wars trailer, then? Hmm. For someone that's not as invested in the franchise, I had goosebumps. The music? Yeah. When you saw the Falcon and the TIE Fighter, just the very low-key music, that was beautiful. Yeah, I think that's where it really kicked in. Some of the stuff at start, oh yeah, well there's the bridge of one of the Star Destroyers or something similar. And it was only on repeat watch that I actually, that red beam, I seen as a beam and not just a glare from a red sun or something. <laughs> one scene, the Falcon dipped down over the dune, two TIE fighters after it, and just hearing the noise dipping down over the sand dunes. No, the whole Falcon Star Destroyer. So that was fun. Uh, it's been a while since I've recorded, so I haven't got a foggiest idea where we are. <laughs> Even less of an idea than I usually do. So that was a very swift digression. We were watching the PAL version of Season 5, Episode 1. Runtime, 41 minutes, 49 seconds. We are currently all staring at a black screen. <laughs> Hopefully the count is at 0, 0, 0, 0. Mine's got a wee rectangle up top right with our names in it. Okay. Alan will be doing his countdown for the first time in a few episodes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he wants to treat us to a fancy language, something a bit different. Usually up to the guest. Who is the guest this week? Yeah, good point. <laughs> and Bushes. Is your name in the feed? No, no, it's not. Actually, Mike, is his name in the feed? No, no, it's not. Okay, just check it. It went from a sort of... Okay, got it. Brad's got his own podcast to worry about. Is that 35 now? Yeah, 35 recorded last night. Bloody hell. Yep. That's why you haven't recorded this. You've been off whoring for your own podcast. No, I've been driving. When did you find time to drive and record your own podcast? Friday or Saturday nights are normally recording. You might as well pin the podcast while you're, while you're here now. Okay, uh, off the shelf, the voice transform, I'm Transformers Collectors Club Australia. We're a uh, Transformers Collectors podcast here in Australia. 
just about to nudge 1,400 members. And yeah, you can find the podcast at www.transformerscca.com. All the links to the YouTube channel, the Twitter and all that sort of, all there. I'm trying to get active on Twitter. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, at the moment, it's get on there for five minutes, share and like everything and jump off again. <laughs> so are you classic Transformers or draw the line at the Michael Bay movies? No, as a click, I see those movies, they fueled enough money into Hasbro to give us what we got today. So, yeah. Tuning into Sci-Fi TV. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Brent Barrett. I'm Kevin Batchelder. I'm Wendy Hembrock. The Viewer's Guide to Genre Television. Welcome, everyone, to a special Supernatural-focused bonus Hello, everyone, show. and welcome to The Fae Files. A family of podcasts for the genre-loving television viewer. Welcome to Saturday Bee Movie Reel. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Study welcome Group. Welcome to the top genre characters of all time countdown. And tonight, we're going to be talking about Game of Thrones Season 3. Find us at TuningIntoSciFiTV.com. Right, shall we commence? Yeah, this is a Stargate podcast after all. Yep, we're all set to go. Do you can, Dan Allen. Okay. Call me. Foxy. Luxy. Clicky. Previously on Stargate Atlantis. I believe I had a vision last night. I saw Kanan, the father of my son. Save us. Where are you? Right! Ooh, boy, Yes, they kind of really went to town on setting up a cliffhanger for the season four. Yeah. Threw everything out of the story. Yep. All the intel we got on Michael after your disappearance, including... Yes. <laughs> Time travel, death, babies... All this is CGI that we're going to bloody reuse for the teaser. Old Rodney. <laughs> John. I know where Taylor is. My child is of no concern to you. I have great plans for him. It's terrible. He knows she's pregnant, just can't remember how it happened. Colonel, it's a booby trap. we got to get out of here now. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Oh, very yeah. Halloween orientated, isn't it? Yep. Very suitable for the time of year. Oh, that looks bad. Still, nobody could survive that. No. No one. Let's see, shall we? Yeah. This is perfect. Just what I needed. Truly has been a hectic several weeks. What? Oh, they made it already. Yes. What could have been? In a way, it makes these calmer moments even more special. I cherish these times. <laughs> you mentioned purgatory before. <laughs> this probably was very confusing first time around. I'm very confused now. Why are fetal alcohol syndrome? She's not pregnant at the moment. You can't see that though. As far as we're concerned, she's pregnant. Yeah. See, just because they haven't put something like three months later or... Well, I was going to ask, what was the time frame between the end of season four and the start of season five? One minute. Because <laughs> there'd be a lot of people going back. What the hell happened in the finale? I know this sounds crazy, but I don't remember rescuing you. I don't remember rescuing her because you didn't. Oh, da, da, da. oh. you weren't expecting him, were you? <laughs> A nice cameo there by Rainbow Sun Franks. Oh dear. There we go. Call it a dream, a hallucination, trauma. He went to a happy place, which included Taylor. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You don't hear Ronan complaining? No. Ronan's probably got a big chunk of glass sticking out at the back as well. Oh, the rebar. You know, rebar's bloody dangerous. Yeah, hold on, let me take a look. Wait, what is this? <laughs> okay, looks a bit nasty. Ronan, do your thing. What the hell was that? Just a little scrape, no big deal. And the archery was holding clothes. 
Just let me stuff this padding in. I don't know. We got separated. Try him on the radio. And this is Michael Radio with all the hybrid music you want to listen to. It's no signal. It's too much interference. Pretty sure my leg is broken. Yeah, I think I'm remarkably fine. Well, isn't that wonderful? And Rodney. Rodney's just a bit dusty with a little cut on his cheek. Yeah. And he had the radio with him somehow. <laughs> Gear up, Major Lord. Yeah. You're still alive, Major Lord. Most other minor characters would be dead by now. Yeah. Sorry! I just posted Edison at the entrance of the building. He'll get help. That is assuming he wasn't hit by falling debris. <laughs> Hold your breath. <laughs> Close your eyes. Uh, of all the people to be trapped with. Well, that kind of a head start, they should be here in less than three hours. So one way or the other, help is on the way. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm, I'm not good in tight space. <laughs> oh, the explosion. Yeah, of course. Yay. Convenient. Yeah, Martin Guerrero was given the job of writing this premiere. Basically, he watched the finale and says, well, how did they escape? And Paul Mully, who wrote the finale, says, that's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> Brace yourself. Whee. Very much shades of contact. Yeah. Actually, more shades oh. of the opening to Star Trek Next Generation. It's definitely an interesting way to go, though. I do mm. like it. Again, like they always say, the premiere and the finale, they have money to spend. Yeah. But they spend it. Although, they did draw the line at a nice close-up of the uh, Wraith Cruiser. Mainly because the model, the CGI model, isn't that detailed close-up, so it <laughs> wouldn't have looked good. Overlay the Star Trek Next Generation music. <laughs> a very nice sequence, though. No doubt took a lot of rendering time. Hello. A simple cut, you see. Yeah. You, you thought they'd gone straight through the bridge window or something. Yeah. As I said, there are no windows. <laughs> and I do like the redesign. They've made it more colourful. They've added some light. Mm. It looks better than the five ship. Uh-huh. Change of plans. We're setting a new course. Our compound has been compromised. We're setting a course before. Uh-huh. We're just sitting there. That's <laughs> a new course. Somebody's obviously obeying his orders. Now it looked like they're a long way away, but I suppose hyperspace. Yeah, hop, skip, and jump. They're going to get there within a few hours anyway. While our lot's still buried in the rubble. Yep. Okay then, Stargate Atlantis, Season 5, Episode 1, Search and Rescue. This episode was written by Martin Garrow and directed by Andy Makita. At its world premiere in America, July the 11th, 2008. We got it August the 19th, Germany, August the 12th, 2009. Spain, October the 15th, Australia, January the 21st, 2010. Mm. And Japan, August the 25th. Quite a few shows with episodes of the same name. Alias, Hero Squad, Life Below Zero, Red Zone, Prime Fighters, Dogtown, and Skyways. And I probably got through that quicker than I thought because I'm trying not to breathe through my nose. So I've got a cold as well. <laughs> I've just got a mild cough, which is mostly gone. And we're back. Ah, uh, another. That's a pretty shot. They said they wanted to do the CGI sequence for a long time but can never justify it. Now we have money. Do we ever get the woman identified? Yes, we do. Unscheduled off-world activation. It's Lieutenant Edison's IDC. 
What happened? Where's the rest of your team? There was a massive explosion. Everyone was in the main compound. The whole building imploded on itself. Were there any survivors? Radios are down. Uh, I don't know. I just thought I should get back here. He ran away. Coward. <laughs> Jeremy Jones plays Lieutenant Edison. He's been in Ties Up Bind, Reaper, V, Fringe, Special Unit 2. Don't we have the colonel that doesn't really like Shepard? Major Pelagi? Everybody likes Shepard. I thought he didn't. Well, at first he didn't because he wanted the job, didn't he? Yeah, like he's given up and taken the job now. I wonder, is the woman doing the off-world unscheduled activation because Amanda's in charge and she picked the woman? You can definitely notice that this episode. There's some female empowerment. Yes, and if you didn't know anything had changed, the uh, opening credit sequence is a little bit different, and Amanda is a guest star. Fried or snap, but some of these hard drives look like they might still be intact. If I can just get the power to... Oh, great porn. Kinky. What, is this something good? I don't know, there's a lot of information. Hold on. I think I just hit the jackpot. You said that last time and the place blew up. Yeah. Yeah. Surely there'd be more than one explosive device. <laughs> no, although in hindsight, I would say you're right. That should probably be considered the jackpot. But no, this is the hard drive. I can only access what's on it. Which is? It's Michael's wiki. Survive the explosion. <laughs> the what? Oh, right. <laughs> That's a touch major. Come on. Thankfully, that reference is still relevant. Could have said MySpace. <laughs> you know what this means? Yeah. It means we're still stuck here and I still have a broken leg. Yeah, in the short term. But if we get out of here? If... McKay actually looks cleaner now than he did about the start. Yeah. Has he got some water supplies? He's been washed up. He's got the wet naps out. Yeah. Look, I, I, I don't want to concern you any more than you actually already are, but if I'm reading this correctly, then Michael is... is shut up. No, you shut up. This is important. If Michael is... Go- Quit making noise. It's footsteps. We're saved. Okay, revise that. Start making noise. Hey! hey! Uh, you may- are you sure these are people who are coming to rescue you? Yeah. This is a little CGI effect, panning it up through the rubble. Mm-hmm. They're actually on a very, very small set. They had to do a lot of work to make it look bigger. They did a bloody good job. Yeah. Right, we've got four life signs in two different locations. First two should be right beneath us. Why can't they beam? They've got nothing there to beam with yet. <laughs> They've only got jumpers. McKay, is that you? Oh, thank God, yes! I'm trapped down here with Lorne! We're fine! Hey, Doc! <laughs> He's got a broken leg and he keeps moaning. <laughs> He's almost fine. Yeah. Alright, McKay, stay put! We've got combat engineers here. We're gonna dig you out. Stay put. I'm not going anywhere. We'll work as fast as is safe, Rodney. No, 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 you don't understand. I just found out that when the self destruct is initiated, it's automatically programmed to send a subspace burst. Uh oh. And there's a new face for Stargate Atlantis Captain Alicia Vega. Played by Layla Savasta, Canadian actress. New uniforms as well. Well, she's decked out in leather. Well, the Daedalus will be here soon, so then we can just beam them out, right? As long as Michael doesn't get here first. All right, let's get started. Yeah, with a fan going. Very dramatic. That's a good shot of Amanda. (laughs) It's isn't it? I'm happy I've got the Blu-ray. Yeah. I I have to say, I've yet to see a really bad shot of Amanda since the (laughs) soaked to the skin shot in season two, and even that was interesting in its own way. Okay. One, two, three. It moved, which speaks to Ron. Yeah. Probably weighs about two tons. There was a lot of complaints about that. 
Ronan shouldn't be able to move a steel beam of that size. Concrete lying on it. Happened pretty quick, not that many people made it out. So stupid. Of course, the building was booby-trapped. I should have seen that coming. Oh, come on, John. You should be kicking yourself if other people are trapped under wreckage and you're okay, not the other way around. Especially if you'd sent them there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This story was originally going to be a two-parter. They thought about having the first part as this long sequence of people trapped in the rubble, you know, a rescue operation. Mm-hmm. Then have part two as actually rescuing Taylor. Keep moving the debris. Work your way up. I'm not leaving you behind, Shepard. This is could be selfish, Ronan. I'm not trying to be a hero here. It's it's a selfish thing. Unfortunately, they couldn't really figure out how to make it interesting for a whole episode. Yeah. Well, yeah, unless it was a flashback episode or something. Well, when they were talking about that on the commentary, I was thinking of that episode of House, where that woman's trapped in the rubble over the building. We get this beam off you, we get you free, and we dig ourselves out together. Deal? Not a lot of choice, really. You ain't gonna listen to me one way or the other, are you? Great deal. Selfless, like, it's not what I'd expect from Don't remove any load-bearing structures. Is the beam a load-bearing structure? You'd think so. It used to be. Excellent. This is all very good. Your son should be making an appearance any day now. I thought that would make you happy. I can't imagine carrying a child inside of you is very comfortable. Rachel has had a baby by now, so that is just a big pillow. <laughs> Why can't you just accept that? Because I know you. As I said, you look at her now and compare it to last season... She's lost all the weight. Mm. Strangely enough, the cleavage is covered up. I had no idea that was a costuming choice because she was loud and proud the last few months of her pregnancy. Yep. Your son will be an instrument of change. He will be remembered for the ages. And what of his mother? You speak often of his future, but never of mine. Why is that? Come on, Canard. Get in. Brick, back of the head. Yeah, tweak. I'd hoped that you would... Maybe this is um laying out his actual plan. He just wants to convert the Pegasus into hybrids. Well, that's a beauty. We learned everything he was planning to do in the season four finale. Yeah. The baby's genetic material we used to enhance the hybrids. They went on a killing spree. The Hoffman drug destroyed half the population of the Pegasus galaxy. I must escape before our child is born. He will kill me once I am of no use to him. I can't. Can on why? It's too dangerous. For who? He will kill us. Kill us all. Yes, he will. Whether you help me or not, you are disposable to him. Can you not see that? It's a bit strange seeing this. I mean, his conditioning of Carson was perfect. Canaan, you know, by the power of boners, <laughs> which is often used on a podcast I listen to. Oh, yeah. That's kind of broken the conditioning. Is it a podcast with Sean on it? No, actually, it isn't. You understand why I asked that. I still listen to Wholesome Addiction. It makes perfect Sunday morning listening. <laughs> yeah, he's got a broken leg, you know. Mm. I'm fine, it's just a just a couple of scrapes. Wow, Rodney McKay refusing medical help. Now I really know there's something wrong. Seriously, I'm okay. Just, you should look after Lorna. Although obviously not that broken. You'd no. think he'd be screaming a little. Any survivors? We found two other life signs, but they're buried under a lot more debris than you were, so it's going to take a little longer. Oh, that wasn't very considerate, was it? On that rubble, he yeah. just probably sat on another piece of rebar. <laughs> Easy, ladies. Rodney, did you find Taylor? No. No, but I think Shepard was right. He was going to bring her here. We just, we came too soon. Go ahead. Ma'am, a Wraith cruiser just came out of hyperspace. Michael's here. 
Well, <laughs> of course. Ding dong. Avon Colvin. <laughs> Multiple life signs. Must be the Atlanteans. They're combing the debris. But they must know it's too dangerous to stay here. They're searching for survivors. This might not be a total loss after all. Evil. Yeah. Everyone fall back to your jumpers! Haven't we seen that right cruisers can penetrate jumper cloak? No, no, they can't. We got incoming! Now, this I'm impressed with. Oh, that looks nice. This beat Shepard in the series premiere. That... Oh! Awesome shooting. That's a that, poor that, I'm sorry, I don't care what her actual name is. She is now officially Vasquez. Alright, let's fall back to our jumpers. And sweaters, and cardigans. <laughs> We're no good to them out in the open like this. Let's go, fall back! That's the most badass female I've seen in sci-fi since Vasquez. Where I still think out badass is Sigourney. Yeah, but even Sam aims. Unfortunately, the plan was to have Vega a much more prominent role in this episode. A lot of her coverage got cut out. She does appear in a couple more episodes, though. Yeah. Including one of my favourites, Whispers. We've got more darts on the way, and they've already got troops on the debris field. They must know we've got people down there. How many jumpers do we have? Three, including this one. I'm reading over 20 darts. But they can't see us, though, right? Well, not right now, but we can't fire while we're cloaked. Look, it's going to take them time to dig them out, the same as us. We wait for the Daedalus. Rodney, take us into orbit. Well, why don't we just let them dig them out? Yeah. Or just fly 50 miles to the west or south. They still won't find you. You don't have to be in orbit, really. Yeah. We must work fast. I need them alive. That is excellent lighting. Yep. Yeah. Loads of colour. So you can torture them. Pretty much. Can't you clone them? Just clone them and bring them back. <laughs> That's the easy way to take prisoners. Just shoot them and then bring them back when you're, oh, when you're ready to do uh, something doing insanely it. dangerous. Well, that's great, though, right? When the Daedalus shows up, we can just beam her up, too, no? It's not as easy as that. Chances are Michael's already removed her transmitter, and even if he hasn't, Wraith cruisers surround themselves with an electromagnetic jamming field. No beaming in, no beaming out. We're so close. Oh, don't break your spirit. You're getting all excited about a rescue mission. Huh? I love Stargate, and but we've mentioned before that at times it's a bit of a boys' club, and here we get three women in the jumper and Rodney. <laughs> Rodney's dream, really. Especially one of Amanda. I'm going to say, at this stage, though, the early romance between him and Jennifer is uh, kind of ongoing. Yep. His old question and his new question in the same place. <laughs> He's got some cognitive dissonance. One, two, three. No, oh, here he goes again. Look at it. Jeez, come on. He's not that strong. Right. I'm going to a hernia. I need to get out of here. What would MacGyver do? <laughs> would you leave me if I was stuck under there? Yes. Uh, I think O'Neill would probably leave him. Yeah. What? Sounds like digging. Yeah, yeah you've got to be sensible about these things. I'm no good to you staying here. I hear it. I hear it. Hey! Hey, we're down here! Man. Yeah, well... Of course, they don't know... <laughs> the rescuers have all flown away. No. So who are they? Status? Reading another ship in orbit. 
a Wraith cruiser. Shields up, ready forward beam weapons. Sir, I'm receiving a coded transmission from Colonel Carter. Martin Christopher as uh, Major Marks, one of the few people that have starred in all three live action series of Stargate. So I can't blow him out of the sky? No, I'm afraid not. Mitch Belegi, of course, going to be appearing in the new X-Files. Can't wait. He loves getting told that he can't fire back. <laughs> just sit there and take it for a bit. You would think when they come out of overdrive, they'd always have the shields up, just yeah. on the off chance. Should be a safety mechanism when it drops out automatically. Can't you run the shields in hyperspace? Well, there's that too. Oh, Kanan's not very happy about that. He's running. Not if I can help it. Target is hyperdrive. Yes, sir. If this was Star Trek, the. Oh, nice job! Oh, finally! Finally, something. Why couldn't they do that a couple of episodes ago? Strategically useful! Now, we've seen that beam weapon really do serious damage against ships a lot bigger than a cruiser. Mm. Yeah. They've got it on low. Isn't that Stargate equivalent to pew pew pew? Yeah. That one's a bit like the word. Oh dear. Michael's in seventh heaven here with all these happy space shots. <laughs> Shields are down to 80%. Catalyst, we still have two people on the planet. It is just a matter of time before the hybrids reach them. Can you scan for transmitter signals? Stay calm. We're almost there. Not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm gonna stop making fun of combat engineers. As of today, I promise. Harris up there with you? Yes, he's here. Don't worry, we'll have you out soon. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Don Harris is on leave until next month. I don't know that. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's face it. It's not a huge expedition even now, is it? Yeah, true. If we get out of here... Beer's on me, boys. What do you like? Uh, Duff beer or Oprah ale? Oh, Duff beer. <laughs> the thing is, you can get both. Yeah. I don't watch The Simpsons. Oprah ale? I'm sure it exists somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Vinny was tipped off when the building blew. Told me should have gotten out of here. Yeah, whatever. I can't reach my gun. <laughs> Ronan's still got his gun. Never leaves home without it. Kind of use it to cauterize the wound. Yeah. <laughs> put, put it on low. A very uh, narrow range of fire, unfortunately, for John. Yeah. I didn't want to play this. This is a game where you need zets. You can't even really look up, can you? I mean, your eyes are going to be covered in dust. Yeah. Shoot, we can't shoot anymore. Alright. Is there someone there shaking this down? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> more dirt, more dirt. <laughs> <laughs> right, the first one that shows his face is going to get his head blown off. Yeah. Shoot when you see the whites of their eyes, or even the dark of their hair. We got him. It's Colonel Shepard and Ronan. Can you beam them up? We'd have to drop our shields. I kind of think that'd be a bad idea right now. Look, if Michael gets his hands on them, he'll kill them. We don't have a choice. All right, get ready to drop the shield. As soon as they're down, beam Ronan and Shepard directly to the infirmary. Yes, sir. Sam, you might as well bring your jumpers on board at the same time. Understood. We're in position. All right. This is something they've got to have a watch of a few episodes of Star Trek and figure this out. There should be a way to drop a section of the shield. It needs redesigning. Well, they have forward and rear shield emitters, so you'd think they'd be able to drop the rear. Well, when you see the, the shield, it's almost a perfect oval, so it makes you wonder if it all or nothing. Yep. Ooh, oh. that's, that's doing some damage. I feel sorry for the people who are in those compartments who actually weren't told. Why am I being made into space? Yeah. <laughs> we scored several direct hits. Keep firing! That was an older. Stationary orbit. Yeah. At least make it difficult to be hit. 
Not so good. We've lost sublight, hyperdrive, and Asgard weapons. Life support's down to 50%. What about the shields? Well, they're holding for now, but we're basically dead in the water. Yeah, it might be space, but you can still dogfight. Oh. <laughs> oh. How many times did they hit you? Wonderful. It did a lot of damage. Mm. I thought we'd lost you there. Yeah, well, for a second. I thought we'd lost me. It's gonna be okay, though, right? Yeah. You need some serious work, but you should, you know, live to fight another day and all that. So, what's going on? I guess Michael showed up before the Daedalus. <laughs> Probably fortunate it's a cruiser and not a hard ship. This kind of reminds me of that scene in Wrath of Town, you know, where both ships are heavily yeah. damaged and neither of them can shoot. McKay's alive. Yeah. Yeah, he and Lauren were the only two to make it out of the rubble. Why are you still wearing your vest? <laughs> yeah, come on. First thing they do is get the scissors out, rip yeah. your pants off. Yep. Far from it now. You've lost a lot of blood. You need surgery and a transfusion. I mean, this, this can't wait. Look, Doc, Michael's here. That means Taylor's probably on the ship. I'm too close to sit here and do nothing. I mean, I'm not flag-waving to see a bit of John Shepard flesh, but it'd be a bit more realistic. I'm sure some of the ladies are. I'm sure some of the ladies are. Well, he's got a hole in the shirt so he can get to the wound. Ross <laughs> McKay's alive. He's in the credits. She looks like she's come from a dinner gala or something. Yeah. She looks quite doled up. I am not letting that happen again. You're in the medical bay. She's the boss now. If he needs a transfusion, would he be awake if you've lost that much blood? He's got a sudden great big hole in his side. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. Plug it. I've got to go after it. <laughs> I guess we won't freeze to death. Well, I've almost got Sublight back online, but the way these guys are taxing their shields, we won't have any power to spare anyway. We need to take out the cruiser's main weapons. Yeah, with what? We can launch a 302 attack. That's what I was thinking. Colonel, Dr. Keller said you were out of commission. She revised her diagnosis. You are a ranking medical officer, you say no. <laughs> yeah, it's a bizarre. The rest of the team will do it. Yeah, that little Ford mm. hallucination or dream yeah. really kind of hit him. Easiest way for us to do that right now is to launch an attack with 302s. Well, I wouldn't exactly call that easy. They'll just send out darts to intercept them. That's what we're counting on. In order to launch the darts, they'll have to open the bay doors. If we have a cloaked jumper in place, a small team should be able to sneak onto the cruiser undetected. Fine, Taylor. Bust her out. Blast our way home. As a rule, I like to keep daring rescues down to one a day. Where are the regular engineers who know these systems inside out, who use them day in, day out? Well, <laughs> Barry was on his way to the talk and got stuck in the space. <laughs> <laughs> I won't take no for an answer. All right, take a cloak jumper, radio us when you're in position. This was one of Annie Mikita's favourite scenes, the actual composition of the shot, all the main characters in one nice wide angle. Yeah. John, what really happened in the infirmary? Nothing. So you're telling me if I go down there right now and talk to Jennifer, she'll tell me that you're fit for duty? I'm just trying to do a job. So am I. I don't believe that. He was seriously wounded. Yeah. He must be so doped up on pain meds that he shouldn't be able to even function. Any commanding officer I've ever had, but... So that conveniently puts Elizabeth to one side. She was not his commanding officer. Yeah. And Jack wasn't technically his commanding officer either. Yeah. Court-martial, you say? Well, that's actually a very good suggestion, John. Thank you for reminding me. I'll get the paperwork started. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the dynamic duo. Well, they're not injured, face it, so yeah. they're one-up on John already. I mean, like, Kay's kind of pre-injured. Maybe you should stay with the jumper. Drop it, Rodney. It ain't gonna work. Or not. 
Nautilus, we're in position. Confirmed. Launch 302s. Okay, PO 302s, you're going to die now and be useless and sacrificed because you're not important enough characters to have names. Yeah. Did I have to drop the shields to have it launch? No. Yeah. Through the darts. Why didn't Michael launch his darts earlier, though? Yeah. And why can't Michael pick up these transmissions? Johnny can pick up something. All the radio waves out there. That looks insanely expensive. Get somebody out on the hull and throw rocks at him. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to distract him. He can shift a three-ton beam with his bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> Just gave him an EVA suit and have him stand on the front shooting his weapon. <laughs> yeah, that'd do it. They'd shoot in space. It worked. Cruiser just lost main weapons. Let's hope the Shepard has the same luck. It's a problem with all the dramatic mist, it makes it easy to hide. That is probably one of the reasons they used it. <laughs> yeah. Alright, this will take more than a couple of seconds. Couple of seconds, Rodney. Okay, still waiting. That's troubling. What? Michael's a lot further ahead with his repairs than I would have thought. Hyperdrive was back online. Well, I suppose the crews are like a high ship. Auto repair systems. Yeah, and how long has it been? You're just sitting there while he's... Yeah. Right, 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 right. Got it. Okay. Follow me. Or you. Follow me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. First one the gun oh, goes first. <laughs> well, surely the big person with the big gun goes first. Bam, bam. Always nice to see him in front of the camera. Yep. Only Although it didn't last very long. <laughs> oh, oh no. Ready to get you out of here. Not a moment too soon. Ew. Oh, gooey. Yeah. <laughs> Foreshadowing what's about to happen. It's my baby. Something wrong? No. I've been having contractions for over an hour now. They're very close. Of course it is. My baby's coming. All the men start to panic. <laughs> Boil the water. Clean towels. As I understand it, that was just to give the men something to do so they went away. Yeah. I'm sorry. Do I just need a moment? We don't have a moment. I'd carry her, buddy, but I'm not really up to it. She didn't bandage him up very well, did she? Or does she actually know he's gone? Well, I don't think she knows he's... Uh, say, friends, we have a small issue here. Oh, what now? Looks like Michael's got his hyperdrive back online. It's powering up. Can you shut it down? Well, not from this little thing. Look, the drive room is just down the corridor. You slap a, a C4 charge on that thing, it should certainly shut it down. Where? Here. I have a map. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would have thought so. The yeah. main drive of a starship with a bit of C4 on it. How is that not taking out the whole ship? <laughs> the red button that says off. Yeah. Yes, everything's going to be all right. You take care of her. And we're leaving Rodney with... Yes. <laughs> Come on, Rodney. This is your moment. I'm tempted to say something very inappropriate here. How you doing? The pain is very great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I had a kidney stone once. Uh, Incredibly painful. Same kind of thing from what I'm told, so I, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to say it, but you're probably going to want to call it He got his because he was eating too much of the dry cat food. I got mine because I wasn't drinking enough liquids. And that's why you always see me hydrating. I have no desire to experience that kind of pain again. Oh, it's just a... Fascinating story. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. This kidney stone story was actually true. Yeah. And typical of Rodney. Inappropriate. What are you doing? Chris Lamar's supposed to help with the... Look, I don't know what I'm doing. What do you need me to do? Ooh. Ooh, a lot. Oh, great little sign effect. The baby is coming. <laughs> 
you just you just hang on. We'll get you back to the infirmary on the Daedalus, and Keller can pull it. Oh. The baby is coming now. Is there a little punch there? Well, they panic. Should have been the back. <laughs> well, he started to shoot in the back. He kind of turned around. Oh dear. almost powered up. Give me your C4. Not bad. Very Moya. Hardscape. Yep. There. Give it to me. I got it. Give it to me. You don't have to do everything. Oop. <laughs> don't even reach it. <laughs> Can you see your hand? Let's go. Who? Oh. He's so casual. Why don't they push the button? Because it can be pushed again. Why don't they detonate? Oh, probably want to get well away. Because you'd imagine power conduits would be blowing all over the ship now. Well, that's it. If it's powering up, power's getting fed into it. It's going to feed the explosion. That wasn't actually very impressive. No. No. In fact, it, they'd probably be better leaving that little sequence out and just having the reaction. Yeah. Consoles exploding. Or else they've actually got circuit breakers on theirs. I will look into it. You better, Sunshine. They're on board. Michael's really stunned. Yeah, he doesn't deal with whether well when his plans come apart, does he? This, this doesn't happen this quick. No one has babies this quick. My water broke quite a while ago. I've been trying to... And that's exactly what Martin Garrow's girlfriend said when she read this. <laughs> babies do not come this quick. Especially if we're believing it's the first baby. <laughs> Calm down. I need you to be calm. But I'm not an MD. I've never been an MD. People have been having babies for thousands of years. Oh, come on. Yeah, but before doctors, the infant mortality rate was incredibly high. It was something like one in three, I think. Look, a doctor is a very important part of this process. Trust me. Bonnie, there are no doctors around. You have to do this. We don't have a choice. Asking Ruddy to be calm. No, we don't need to hear this. <laughs> you tell him. Catch him? Yes. You need to catch him when I push him out. Oh, God. I love that. Catch him. <laughs> put, your, put your baseball mitt on. He's about to come out. Mock through. We know what she means, but that's not the way to describe it. No. All right, look, I, I, may, I may have panicked a little back there, but we're going to do this. We're going to do this. I am great with kids. The little ones, the ones that don't talk back. Yeah, the little ones that don't talk. You can do this. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, almost there, almost there. I don't know which one of them is growing the wood. That was obviously a little animatronic puppet. Yeah, yep. that's good. And then Goo with the real baby. <laughs> 15 days old Whoa. and it's a girl <laughs> they were very fortunate to find a pregnant woman who was willing to uh, who gave birth at the right time for this yeah I was going to say that's, uh, that'd be a hard thing to do there are actually legal rules you're not allowed to use a baby before it's at least 14 days old so they went for the next day oh yeah Wiki actually does give the name of the child. As the aspiring star. Annalise McCullough. Wow. I got it. Didn't hit the floor or anything. He did a wonderful job. That's good. That's, you did good, Rodney. All right, we, we got to get you out of here. Rona, you're going to need to help me. <laughs> I carry the baby, you carry me. Yeah. Ronan can lift 15 tables based on the 15. <laughs> 
Uh, don't worry about the mess. I was going to say, there's yeah. someone slipping over there. Any of you watched The Misfits when they had the Christmas pregnancy? No, no it's gone. Why isn't it decloaking? Let me see, would you break it? I don't know, we, we, we parked the jumper right here. Yes. 100%. <laughs> Walking around looking for the cloak jumper. I don't think it's here, lads. Who remembers where we parked? I told you you should have stayed here. <laughs> oh dear, now what? Kay's okay, still pressing the remote. I'd love just a exterior shot of the jumper flying away, cloaking deep. <laughs> Who keeps pressing that button? Yeah. How the hell are we supposed to get off this ship now? Doesn't matter how, just do it quickly. I just delivered a baby, that's not enough for today. You want praise? Escape pods or things like that on a cruiser. Mm, they, they... Wait, I know. We need to get back to a data terminal. A lot of their internal power's down. Maybe I can short out the jamming code. We can get the Daedalus to beam us out. Great, lead the way. Rachel looks very, very small being carried by Jason. Yeah. I'm probably small being carried by Jason. I know we're nearly 100 kilos. Don't shoot! That was incredible restraint from the boys. I was about yeah. to say, they right, held Jack. back. This is Kanan. He is a father. That's a very cold way to put it. That's Kanan. I've talked about him. You know him, don't you? Yeah. Remember, he's the baby daddy. <laughs> no, at this point, he's a sperm donor. Well, to be fair to Kanan, he really didn't have much say in the matter. He was kidnapped and experimented on before the baby came along. Who knows what sort of father he could have been. Now, they did have a slight problem with these scenes. These are the friends I told you of. They can help you get back to your old self. But first, you have to help us. When they were filming from one angle, the baby was wide awake, and they filmed the other angle, she was fast asleep. Uh -huh. So, right here, they've pushed into the screen, so you can actually take the baby out of the picture. Uh, <laughs> he has tried to save me before. I trust him. Well, she does. <laughs> I wouldn't. She's trusted him quite a bit, quite often. I mean, as many teenagers have found out, you only need to do it once. I don't think he was a one-night stand. I don't think Taylor... <laughs> and I don't think he's been to Atlantis. Sir, we've got a dart trying to hail us. What? Let me hear it. Yeah, sure there's a standing order now. Do not shoot if only one dart approaches. Yeah, or one enemy <laughs> one enemy ship of any description. Authenticated, Colonel Shepard, what the hell happened to your jumper? I got all turned around in the parking garage. I was in a rush, so I borrowed this dart. I've got the team beamed into a storage device. Do you have Taylor? Yes, and the baby. You beamed the baby into race storage? You're going to lose your deposit. Got him right here. <laughs> and that was actually mentioned. Yeah. Would there be an issue? There shouldn't be. No. But one of the women on the staff... I guess the beam weapons are back on. Yeah. Please make that ship go away. Yes, sir. And now they can shoot straight when it's not that important. Amazing what happens when the plot demands it. Colonel Shepard, why don't you head down to the planet, beam your crew out and land that dart? I'm pretty sure you can dial up that Stargate now. Now, why did it fly through the wreckage? Because it looks good. <laughs> it does look good, but why? Because you used a half banjax. You had to aim for the wreckage. You don't have to be anywhere near it. You can shoot sideways. Big question, though. Is Michael dead? What's with the flowers? Going to see Taylor. Oh, probably heard uh, I delivered her baby. I did. And they tell me she's going to name him Rodney. Yes. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's not nice. Back to Earth. What? Why? Oh, they caught the last ball clone. 
Toker are going to extract the symbiote. They want SG-1 to put in an appearance. Ah, uh, this is just a noise. Uh, yep. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> do an exhaustive review of my first year in command, so... You know, that can't be good. Are you crazy? They probably want to give you a medal. You had a great year. I know my opinion doesn't mean much to those folks, but, um... I think you've done an excellent job. I'm glad you took the post. Thanks, Rodney. That means a lot. Tell Shepard the court-martial I'll have to wait. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah, I have to go launch to get you this. Yeah. <laughs> Court Marshal, I have no idea what you mean, but I will tell him. How long will the surgery take? Doc says a few hours, but I'll be off my feet for a week or so. I'm sure there's been scenes before with these pair in the infirmary. And Nintendo DS. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's three flagrant private placement. <laughs> that's alright, you can't see a logo. Oh, come on. <laughs> They even mentioned io9 top 10 worst games in the TV shows and used this as an example of a bad game because John's not even playing it, he's tap 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 and talking. So it got me very interested, so it must be a bad game. Solitaire. There's no need. I never gave up hope because I knew. <laughs> oh, yes. I knew that you would come for me, John. You would have done the same for me. Yes. All right. You ready, Colonel? Ready? From my understanding, I, I'm not doing anything. No, that's right. You just have to lay still and let me play with your insides. Sorry. Underlying chemistry. She's got you in her. Sorry. Um. <laughs> she's old, old up. She's ready. What are you gonna name the kid? Uh, well, if it's all right with you, I was thinking of Tor and John, after my father and after you. Really? Play with your insides. <laughs> He's gonna hate that. That's a rather mangles and a laugh. I'm gonna see your thingy. <laughs> I'm gonna take pictures and everything. Torin, John, and Morgan. I'm oh. gonna close this episode with Chuck Michael and the jumper. What exactly happened to Canard? Yeah. Did I, did I miss that bit? Why did he not have any part in naming the same child? Yeah. I'm gonna name it off some other guy. Colonel Carter. Mr. Wolsey, how are you? Very well, thank you for asking. Oh, for home. Yeah, they couldn't show the Stargate. Because they'd have to rebuild it. I was going to say, that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I'm sure you are. However, the IOA has decided that perhaps someone with a different skill set would be more suited to lead the Atlantis expedition now. Robert Picardo, of course. Excuse me? I'm here to inform you that effective immediately, you are being removed from command. Yeah, but... What? Awkward, awkward. Yeah. Who's replacing me? As a matter of fact... I am. The gods have given the orders. If she gets too upset, you are allowed to shoot her. <laughs> In person. Couldn't do it over the phone. Yeah, we're firing you. <laughs> yes, but it's thank you for coming back for this one episode. Yeah, becoming a habit. <laughs> Which is exactly what happened in the future I've seen in the last month. Yeah. Although at the time, they hadn't thought of having Robert back for a, a full season. Mm. And that was Search and Rescue, the season five premiere. Very good. It was. There was a lot going on. Obviously seeing they spent all the money, the... I've got money for the season for most of it. Well, <laughs> well, the rubble set that actually looked better than the CGI they used to blow the place up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the towers seemed to hold remarkably well together as they fell over, not a single brick dropping off. Yeah, mentioned it at the time, and you compare that CGI sequence to when the Asaur and Atlantis got destroyed, and the way that tower toppled, mm -hmm. which looked perfect. You know, it looked realistic. This looked more cartoonish, but. That were another episode. The actual scene of destruction was good. 
as they said, it was a very small set. They had to work in some very tight conditions. Obviously, they had to leave room for the actors to actually get into the rubble so they could actually film them. <laughs> Back door. Yeah. <laughs> Always difficult. I remember when they built one of the spaceships where we were so small they couldn't even put the cameras inside. Just on the subject of tightness, remember, because I read Empire at the time because it wasn't 95 euro to subscribe for a year. During the film of The Hunt for Red October, they couldn't. It was too tight. They thought the film inside an actual submarine. <laughs> so they built a replica submarine. They built it so accurately, it was almost as bad for the cameras. <laughs> you just imagine production now. Yes, we've got our hands on an actual submarine. Okay, how do we film it? <laughs> well, I think when SG-1 went on board submarine. Yeah, true. You yeah. know, how ridiculously tight it really was. Just set up stationary cameras in places and just leave them record. Yeah. These days, of course, you use little micro webcams and just glue them everywhere you can yeah yeah, yeah you just stick gopros everywhere yeah <laughs> 4k hd camera you know yeah. streaming the digital video wirelessly to the editing suite yeah editing on site right that final sequence uh, robert picardo both mgm and sci-fi wanted to make sure he actually got involved in that opening episode mainly because they wanted to use him for promotion mm-hmm. probably because of his ties to star trek obviously and uh, his ongoing role in Sawgate. Robert Picardo is to science fiction what Pete Postlethwaite was to 80s movies. <laughs> Come on, he was in everything. Yeah. Uh, he did disappear when we had our ILA episodes last season, so... Yeah, that was a bit strange, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking back when Midway was out, that, um, okay, they, he's off getting ready to go and be in control of Atlantis, and that's why the new representative was there, but no, they hadn't fought that far ahead yet. There's a lot of difference between getting an actor for a couple of days well in advance and saying to an actor we want you for a 20 episode contract yeah to misquote never ascribe the forward planning what can be more accurately assigned to coincidence <laughs> <laughs> okay a little bit of trivia on the right hand director Martin Garrow he wrote two episodes of SG-1 26 of Atlantis and a single episode of Universe he also created and wrote for the LA Complex and Blindspot which is an excellent show by the way you should be watching it don't have time to watch anything also wrote for Dark Matter and Bored to Death. Andy Makita, the director, 29 episodes of SG-1, 22 of Atlantis and 12 of Universe. He's also directed episodes of Blood Ties, Primeval New World, Lost Girl, Motive, Dark Matter and Cedar Cove. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. Okay, a quick update just before the contact information. We are currently running our... Favourite top 10 episodes of Stargate SG-1 survey. You'll find all the links on the website. I'm also tweeting them. Uh, They're also on Facebook and Google+. We'd love to know your top 10 favourites. And if you want to leave your name or some sort of contact information on the survey, we'll put you in a prize draw. You never know, you might win some at Stargatey. We got a quick comment over on our Facebook group from Miles McLaughlin, uh, co-host of the Sci-Fi Diner podcast, for the episode The Last Man. As time travel stories go, this was very satisfying. In many sci-fi stories, there's the effort not to interfere and alter time. Here, that's exactly what's going to happen, because everything turns to pot. Loved the interaction between older hologram Rodney and Shepard. Also loved what they did with Michael. The galaxy has to suffer the consequences of what SGA did to Michael. It shows what happens when the good guys don't clean up the mess. And I replied, yes, it really underlined the consequences of the initial ignorance of the expedition and the potential pitfalls if they turn from the path, in the same manner as the ancients. And Miles is quite correct. Throughout Atlantis and the history of the ancients, we see that they tend to do things and not really worry about the consequences. It seems to be a common character trait. 
Thank you very much, Miles. If anybody else wants to get in touch with us, then you can do it this way. You can contact us directly by email using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com or via the contact form on our website, which is gatecast.co.uk. You can also find us on Facebook and Google+, and we have a very busy and productive presence on Twitter, at The Gatecast, which is one word. We are carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. Reviews and ratings on those services would be appreciated. You can, however, get access to every show we've released via the website. We've got an independent RSS feed you can copy and paste into your podcatcher, and that'll give you access to everything we've released so far. You'll find it under Mission Files. Right then, next week's episode is going to be... What is it? (laughs) The Seed. Episode 2? Oh, it is, yeah. Yeah, next week's episode is going to be The Seed, which is an episode Brad actually asked for. I'm going to rip this one apart. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I'm David Hewlett from Stargate Atlantis, and be sure to watch this week's episode, The Seed. Jennifer? She must be unconscious. Pupils dilated. Carson, step away from the bed. What is it? There could be any number of random physiological reasons why it's starting with Dr. Keller, but that's no guarantee that it's not going to happen to the rest of you. Oh my God. It has penetrated the walls and the floors. How does it look? Not so good. Stargate Atlantis, with all new episodes. Watch it in real time Fridays at 10, 9 central on Sci-Fi. Cool. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can feel the love from here. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think uh, my Atlantis DVDs are in Finland. I really don't remember it at all. You don't remember the tentacle episode? There's tentacles. There's so many tentacles. <laughs> I'm a Cthulhu fan, you know? I'm wholly merging of Cthulhu and Bagpuss. <laughs> Technically, Baghulu, because Cthulhu Puss was back one. Okay then, folks. That was Search and Rescue. Thank you very much for joining us. Tune in next week for The Seed. Brad will be joining us again. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for joining us this week, Brad. Uh, my pleasure, guys. Ours too. Yes, for the first time in a long time. All three of us are on the show. Yeah, it has been a while. It has, hasn't it? <laughs> no, last weekend, an ingress thing. The weekend before that, I had Octacon and trip to Mullingar. The weekend before that, I had the Irish Disc World Convention. The weekend before that, I was down in Clare. Right then. Bloody social life. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, hope you tune in next week. For now, then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. And I've been Brad. Now take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Bye.